Sylvia Schneider with Equinely Inclined, the equine podcast for the internet horse community. Episode 201, New Beginnings, recorded on October 12, 2022. Brought to you in part by Pondside Digital Media. You can find out more about Pondside and our equine offerings at www.pondside.com. Hi, I'm Sylvia Schneider, and I am so happy to say I'm getting this podcast up and running again. If you caught the Facebook Live Diana and I did on June 2nd, you may have heard that we're going through some changes with the podcast. I really thought that I'd get this episode out earlier after we did that live, but then I realized why we never used to put episodes out in the summer. I've been very, very busy, mostly with training my young filly, but also with all the things that come with summer, like garden work and vacation and, well, I'll cover a little more about that later. Also, since publishing the last episode, and sorry, this part is very techy, I moved the podcast off a couple of platforms I was using for publishing and file hosting, mostly to save some costs, and onto another podcast hosting platform I'm not really very familiar with. So, As things are changing with the podcast, and because it's been such a very long time since our last episode, I'm feeling just a little like I'm starting over again. However, I'm going to have a guest today who you will know very well if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, and you might be asking yourself, this is a guest? So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest today, Diana Belbar. Well, hi, Diana. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Sylvia. (laughs) Needless to say, we haven't put out an episode since June 2020. That is surprising, although I knew it was a long time that that is surprising. Yeah, yeah, I know, and we recorded that in May, but anyway, (laughs) you uh, you and I have seen lots of one another, but in transitioning this podcast from both you and me to mostly me, I thought we owed it to our listeners to catch them up a little. Sure. So first (laughs) off, how are you doing and how's your summer been? Oh, it was wonderful. My summer was wonderful. I got to spend four weeks at home uh, with my grandchildren, age 10 and 12, staying overnight with me. And uh, yeah, we had some lovely riding camps and, and the nicest thing was there was no smoke. Oh, I know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I was so worried about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, going over the last couple of years, um, it, it was great this summer. And I know that uh, we went to Canmore and we were pleased because there was no smoke. And the summer before that, we went to Canmore because that was the thing you could do. Uh, we went camping to get mm-hmm. away, you know, yeah. to get away and, and not be around too many people in pandemic times. And it was so smoky. We had to stay in our trailer with a, an air purifier turned on. So. <laughs> oh. so we got away and we got to the mountains, but we didn't uh, get to be outside. But last summer was pretty nice. This last summer. Yeah, yes. This last summer. Yes, mm-hmm. it was amazing. We actually, no one can complain that we didn't get summer this year. No. It was a beautiful summer. Yeah, it was. And we have a beautiful fall, and I didn't think we would. Yes. Because I thought that... Um, I thought Mother Nature was going to be doing that thing where all the leaves turn brown and fall off right away, but <laughs> because we had a really hot summer, but we did have um, a bunch of rain, 
we got rain at the right time. Yeah. Uh, you know, sadly, actually, for the farmers, mm-hmm. it didn't come quite quickly enough for canola and a few other grains because apparently the heads are small oh. and the seeds didn't fill out quite the same way. And, and a matter of a week or two mm-hmm. can make a difference, right? Yeah. But for us, it did mean that the grass greened up again and the yeah. leaves stayed on the trees yeah. and we didn't have any really hard frosts yet. Not really hard. No. So, uh, yeah. and I actually, I'm surprised. We had like 60K winds yeah. overnight and mm-hmm. we still have leaves. We still have leaves I, and I'm that surprised me. I watched them <laughs> fall off the tree. I actually took a yeah. little tiny video of them falling off the tree and went, bye-bye leaves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and we still have some. This yeah. is an incredibly long fall for us and perhaps a little windy, but you know, honestly, what a beautiful fall. Mm-hmm. If, if we just want Halloween. We always want Halloween, <laughs> right? So we'll see. Yeah, well, we've made it through Thanksgiving. Happy belated Thanksgiving, by the way. Ah, back at you. Yeah. Um, well, let's go back a little bit to the time of the last episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that was a long time ago. Refresh. You know, I was thinking our listeners might have asked, you know, like, why didn't we just keep going and putting out podcast episodes during the pandemic? But... Personally, I was overwhelmed by the importance of everything going on in the world and how anything we had to say seemed to pale in comparison. And there weren't events happening and, you know, there was so little happening. Even um, there was always, you know, could people go see their own horses even, you know, there was so many things. Yeah, exactly. It was really difficult to be upbeat and excited about all the horsey things when none Mm -hmm. of the horsey horsey things are going on exactly yeah and i i thought it seemed sort of tone deaf no yeah to talk about all the interviews that we had with people and the act you know the activities um that we had done when people couldn't even think about going to see their horses you know and and it was a struggle it was a struggle mentally Mm -hmm. for a lot of people emotionally yeah and uh yeah Um, yeah, it was very hard. Well, I would um, I would make a terrible comedian because I couldn't just, you know, I mean, those comedians, they can just make fun of things um, even at the most inappropriate times and they just laugh and say too soon. Yes. But I, I couldn't do it anyway. No. Well, you had your own challenges during the pandemic with work and personally. Did you want to share some of that? Uh, well, um, yeah. So mostly I had my mother staying with me Mm -hmm. and my mother at 97 was really struggling with not being able to get out Mm -hmm. and uh you know it was quite actually it was quite funny because I said to her well mom at least we're together because Mm -hmm. she was staying with me at least we're together mom Mm -hmm. and you should have seen the withering look I got Mm. (laughs) (laughs) oh that wasn't good enough (laughs) and and absolutely true you know it was like the worst the worst case of cabin fever Mm. ever yeah. Right. Well, you were also trying to juggle everything that was going on with your work because everything went to Zoom. And, mm-hmm. and I know yeah. you love technology. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was it's it was very difficult. I was really f- proud of my team for yeah. the turnaround that they had in getting things online yeah. and coming up with innovative ways to reach out to our patrons and make them feel that they were still connected right you know very very difficult time Mm -hmm. um yeah and 
all of the masking made it very difficult too. And yes. please understand that um, I'm right behind vaccinations and mm-hmm. masking, but it's it is very difficult to come across to people when you have a mask on and for my mother it was impossible mm-hmm. she was um very i don't even know if it was just claustrophobic but she was struggling especially near the end and it was very frustrating to have people look at you askance if well, she took her mask down you know you know the thing of it is is your mom too probably i know she was hard of hearing mm-hmm. and she probably read lip read you're absolutely so, right yes yeah, and yeah. I, I do know that for kids who are learning a second language, even oh. when schools went back, yeah. like one of my friends said, her daughter, she's not grasping the language, and she said to the um, teacher, can you please get a mask with a clear you know, a clear mouth. And she says, well, I won't be doing that. And she says, well, then I won't be sending my daughter to school. So so I know it was difficult. Yeah, but even for learning a first language. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Gosh, very hard for the children. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that the youngest and the oldest suffered the most. And I, and I do mean the youngest and the elderly, but also the youngest in school and those that were leaving um, high school and moving to university right. also struggled a great deal. So oh, it was a tough yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I actually tried to get this episode out around the end of November 2020 because you were still keen to do that then. But <laughs> everything changed and I could see you were completely unavailable. Oh, it was, yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. Anyway, um, well, I spent time during the pandemic fretting about not getting things done. (laughs) I also spent some constructive time learning about a new software platform where I could store the podcast archive. And that was really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to let our listeners know how to access the podcast archive at the end of this episode. So they'll be able to remember what to do because, you know, if I say it now, they're going to forget by the end, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, just before we move on, I'd like to point out some stats that I just discovered. 765 unique episode downloads since I moved everything over to the new platform in October 2021. So we're talking over a year after we had our last episode right and I mean I know we used to get at least double that in one month before but still the podcast has essentially (laughs) been dead for two and a half years and oh by the way 49 of those downloads just happened in September 2022 oh wonderful yeah and still there are new ones happening in October so I think I really need to thank our listeners for, you know, still spreading the word about the Mm -hmm. podcast or people are still finding it somehow and enjoying it. Um, And yeah, it's worth continuing. Uh, 21 new Facebook page likes and many of those recent. So yeah. Anyway, so moving on and looking to the future. And because I've told our listeners that you're a guest today, they're likely wondering what's happening with you in the future as far as the podcast goes well (laughs) (laughs) well i'll be a guest fairly frequently i hope oh okay cool Mm -hmm. it's just i'm having such trouble with committing Mm, okay yeah so uh yeah i'm still struggling that way with Mm -hmm. getting my life back on track so okay 
Well, you know, I know it's a lot of work putting together the podcast, and I think I should point out the long list of researchers, <laughs> etc., in the credits of the Bill Gates and Rashida Jones podcast I listened to. I mean, they had quite a team helping them out, and I was pretty jealous. You know, it was it was only six episodes long, too, so... I know we've put a lot, a lot of work into this podcast over the years, Diana, and I thank you for all that you've done, and I'm definitely going to miss working so closely with you on this. <laughs> and I'll miss it too, Sylvia, yeah. I will. Yeah, well, we'll just see how often we can get together and have a chat, because I know when we did a survey once, one of the things that our listeners said is they would, they loved to just hear us chat about horses. <laughs> so uh, we'll do that more often, but um, bye for now, and thanks so much for everything you've done. Oh, well, thank you, and it's been very enjoyable. Well, I'm very sad that the podcast won't be quite the same as in the past, but I'm really determined to keep it going. I feel like I should talk a little more about my time during the pandemic. So I had a mixed blessing during the pandemic. I wasn't restricted from seeing my horses because my young filly required my care. She had severely cut her superficial digital flexor tendon on her right front and her leg had to be cleaned, medicated, wrapped, and she needed to be hand walked daily. It wasn't an easy time, but we did spend a lot of time together. So during the pandemic, I rediscovered Warwick Schiller, who we had interviewed pre-pandemic in episode 146. And I've been using his methods to work through issues with one of my ponies and also to start my young filly. When you work with horses, you have to have an open mind and always be learning. And I have learned a lot over the past two years and a bit. So I mentioned I'm feeling a little like I'm starting from scratch on my own with the podcast. Diana and I recorded some interviews pre-pandemic that have never been aired, and I'm just not sure how to deal with those. Let me know if you'd like to hear them. I started looking for local equine events. Farm Fair International is happening very soon, and we always used to attend it, but now there are no equine events on the schedule. You know, in our urbanized society, it has become more and more difficult for newcomers to have an experience with horses. And it's hard for newcomers to learn about horses when even the local agricultural events don't have an equine component. You may recall in past episodes, I used to say how I believe we need more people involved with horses and how it takes all of us to help others to have the chance to learn about horses. In my humble opinion, horses are more important to people than most people realize. Horses teach us more about ourselves than about them. A relationship with horses is great for personal development, mental health, and just general well-being. Is it only me who feels this way? Well, I'll come down off my soapbox and save you from my opinions. Do let me know if you have an opinion on the importance of horses for people. So earlier in this episode, I mentioned I'd let you know how to access the podcast archive, which you'd need to do if you want to listen, for instance, to episode 146, where we interviewed Warwick Schiller. The podcast archive, by the way, is where I can upload an episode, then the spoken word is automatically transcribed into text, and that text is made searchable for you. The archive is on a private hub that isn't searchable by Google. 
The easiest way to access it is to go to the Facebook page at facebook.com slash equinelyinclined and there's a pinned or featured video at the top of the page. Play it to get a sneak peek of the hub and learn how you can access it. If you aren't on Facebook, send me an email to podcast at canadaequine.com and put about the podcast archive in the subject line. I'd be happy to help you out. So did you know that when you like the podcast Facebook page, you'll hear your name when we welcome you at this spot in our next episode? In case you missed it, remember, you can find the Equinely Inclined Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash equinelyinclined. And it's always nice to welcome our newest visitors to the Facebook page. So while you're at the page, click on the like or follow button. Facebook keeps changing what it's called. And we'll welcome you here in the next episode. I won't be welcoming people in today because I need to get organized, but in the next episode there'll probably be a long list of new Facebook likes to mention. Remember, if you're not on Facebook and want to be in touch, you can reach me at podcast at Please put about the podcast in the subject line so the email doesn't get lost. Thanks. Well, let's talk a little about the next episode. I'm planning to stick to a schedule of a new podcast episode every two weeks with some modifications around the holidays and I might stick an extra episode in here and there, especially if I'm going to be gone. If in doubt, head to the Facebook page to see if there's an announcement about the podcast. So until the next episode, bye for now for me, Sylvia Schneider, and give your horses big hugs from me.